my podcast. Okay, we'll have fun. Hey guys, sorry about that. It's too nerd fury. Uh, <laughs> podcast featuring yeah. Jim Lovecheck and Dan Granado and nobody else. There's nobody I was else. Say on there's the show. nobody we're else. We're alone. On the show. Yeah, nobody else is on the show. Except we're in the basement of my mom's house. Yet. Yes, yet. I mean, we have plans that we want to add people that come in. Like Jean-Claude Van Damme. Sure. Yeah. He hasn't responded we'll to my guy. email yet, but um, you never know. He doesn't seem like a busy guy nowadays. He doesn't have to be. He's a, like a gajillionaire. He is like a gajillionaire, and I hear he does a lot of drugs. Yeah, if you have that much money, why, what else are there to do? That's true. That's true. And speaking of Jean-Claude Van Damme, he's an action star. Yes. What makes every good action movie? Okay. Their villain. Their villain. The yin to the yang. The, yeah. Uh, the diplomatic week. immunity to the six-shooter in Lethal Weapon 2. Yes, you said that. I did say that. Okay. It didn't really make any sense. Cause no, I t- it didn't. Danny Glover. That's the name I forgot, uh, but just remembered. Yeah. You know, I used to think that Danny Glover and Donald Glover were related. Because for the longest time. Just because the last name was Glover. Yeah. They're not? No, they're not. Okay, I didn't want yeah. to Google it and no. have that be on my phone. So. No, I, it was definitely one of those facts that I like told a lot of people. Like, yeah, yeah it's like, his uncle. That's his son. That's <laughs> his son. Like, Danny Glover was an upcoming rapper before he became an actor. Everyone yeah. knows that. How is Gambino his son? <laughs> uh, yeah, so this week, we're talking about villains. What what are to us? What are these the best villains in movies, comic books, TV, whatever? Like what we think are pretty pretty good villains. Yes, um, absolutely. I kind of like I couldn't really stick to just one like best villain overall. I have like different categories. Where, well, like yeah, because like it's different because you've got like y- rivals. Because like Batman and the Joker are so iconic, you can't really compare them to other to other villains. You, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I, I like, guess like I see where you're saying. Like the Joker, like to me, like best, like just agent of chaos, psychotic, like yeah. He never evil. has a goal. He's like pure evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he never has a goal. Yeah, like. I think to like to me a really good villain is someone uh that you can you have some root some root of the character you relate to that person or you understand where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um not but there are a, good oh, villains. That's one actually yeah. one of my first uh categories is like what is the best villain to me that like is a villain that you can relate to, you see what he's coming from. Uh, and that is the Vulture from um, Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Played by Martin Keaton. By who? Michael Keaton. Oh, all right. Cool. Love uh, Michael Keaton. I mean, he's he's Batman. He's also the, the, the commissioner from the other guys. Yeah. <laughs> Don't creep. <laughs> Don't, Don't go chasing waterfalls. <laughs> You're quoting TLC. I don't know what that is. I don't, I don't know what that is. Uh, so in the movie... Um, the vulture the character's name was uh, Adrian Tomes. Okay. Um, he is a uh, he's a foreman, or he's in charge of this company that uh, handles natural disasters. They clean. They're the cleanup crew. Ooh. Yeah. And in the, don't talk like you. You've seen the movie. 
Well, but it's just like that didn't really dawn on me that that's a service that's required often enough for there to be a permanent business. It's just kind of sad. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> hey, we keep fucking up. So can you keep clean up, cleaning well, no, up? No, I mean us? it's natural disasters like oh, like oh. hurricane. They're I the went people to, like, like oil spills. No, like yeah. in the real world, okay, these are people it. that like oil spills. They come in or earthquakes. They come in and help clean up. Got it. Okay. And uh, so in the movie world, he. Um, he he's like cleaning up. He's big contract. They are like all excited about it, and they cleaned up after is uh, the Avengers, like oh in New York. Yeah, like specifically in this time frame, it's after the first Avengers film, where uh, the Shikari uh, destroy New York. Yeah, and this is the aftermath, and they're there and they're ready to clean up. They're like finding all this tech and everything. Everything's great. Then bam representatives of tony stark stark industries come in okay and they said thank you gentlemen uh but this is no longer your jurisdiction um and that's where like if you in the comic world you would deep cuts is tony stark establishes damage control uh, if you've ever seen this in comics no. so in the comic world there was this like little sub like run of comics in Marvel Universe called Damage Control. And they were just, it was just the group that like cleaned up after the superheroes after. And it was just something, it was like this filler stuff. And it was just funny. Like it answered that, you know, that nerd question of like, well, what happens after like they destroy the city? How does it clean up the next day? I'm just imagining like a guy being fast asleep and then like his beeper goes off. He's like, ugh. Mm-hmm. And it just says like Hulk smash, Shit, and then an address. <laughs> yeah, and his uh, wife's yelling at him because he works bad hours. Never, oh, <laughs> the kids don't even know you. <laughs> I gotta put food on the table, Doris. <laughs> uh, Am I close with the comic? Is it like yeah, that? Yeah, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay, cool. I never read the comic. Oh. I just knew of his existence. Okay. Um, like it was a short run. I think in like seventies, eighties, maybe. Oh, okay. Um. So they took away, like, the contract from Michael King, Adrian Tomes. And the, they're like, he's like, well, what are we supposed to do? I bought, you know, new trucks for this, bought all, brought all these people on for extra people on this crew. It was, like, supposed to make my company. Now there's, you know, I have employees that have no means to feed their families, no means to feed my family. How yeah. am I supposed to do it? And they're just kind of like, no, that's not our problem. And he kind of just as a result of that has an immediate hatred towards Tony Stark because Stark fair. industries. So fair. he assumes that it was Tony Stark that made this decision. Yeah. So he, uh, because of this decision, they, he, uh, decides to steal, um, the alien technology and sell it into the black market. They repurpose it for weapons and sell it. Nice. And like <clears throat> he's doing bad things. Like he he ends up killing people, and um, created all this illegal activity and everything. And his thugs are actually killing people if they need to, but it's for a good reason. It's like one of those things of you know, let's like an example like uh, well, like he tried to go the straight and narrow, got screwed over, yeah, and like, then he walked like into great, this in desperation. Like anti, well, you could say like Robin Hood, like yeah. he was stealing, he was doing illegal things but he was actually doing things for 
a good cause, really. Yeah. If you look at it in, in his perspective. Yeah. Um, like Mr. Freeze, he was just trying to he unfreeze. Was just his trying wife. to save his wife. Yeah. And if that had to, if he had to do it like in the life of crime, then that's what he had to do. Yeah. It's like you understood what he, uh, where he was coming from. Um, I totally get that, especially if you leverage your company, thinking that you're going to do something good. Like yeah. why? So in my mind, Tony Stark's got unlimited money. He's a exactly. government weapons contractor in the United States, which means he's got an endless cash flow. He could have just paid the contract. They had a contract. You can't just. I understand it's a comic. But Tony Stark, I like, think. I don't, who knows if it was even Tony Stark's? It might not have been. Like idea, but like, if it, it would be the way Tony Stark thinks, he wants to take have control of the information, basically. Yeah. He wants to make sure that no one touches this analog technology and somehow develops even more bads. That was basically his mission throughout the whole Marvel universe up to the like Endgame. Was he was trying That's to true. find protect the Earth from itself, from the greater um, uh, what was it, the uh, evil of Thanos. Like he yeah. had that vision in Avengers yeah. of like everyone dead. So, like, he's been plagued by that ever since throughout, like, the entire – and trying to fight that. That's why he developed Ultron. Yeah. That's why he had the Iron Legion, you know. And he was able – he wanted – he signed up for um, the Mutant Registry. I might be confusing that with X-Men, but that was the reason why him and Captain America got were in that fight because they didn't want to – he oh, wanted no, to register was, everyone, and Captain America's like, no, screw you. I don't need people I don't know if it was I'm, called the Mutant Registry. Like, in the movies, it was uh, it was the Trakovian Accord or something yeah. like that. Trakovia? Yeah. Yeah. Accord. And that was it was called differently, I think, in the comics. Right, but, but it was registering superhumans. Yeah, yeah. Which went, yeah, which went against everything that Captain America. Well, that was another thing for, where like it was like both yeah ideals were just in their thinking. Yeah, but you know, it, it was you could have gone either way. Yeah. Um, that one's like kind of cool. That one's like you know, like I said, he did everything for his family. But in his core, he was actually a good guy. Yeah, and it's just like sometimes they get back. People get back into a corner. And this yeah. is how they have to do it. I mean, and I'm sure he didn't want to become a criminal overlord. It just happened to happen right. that way. <laughs> One of my best best scenes in that movie is when he drops off Peter Parker and his daughter to the school dance, and they're talking, and they he's piecing it together that Peter Parker is Spider Man. Yeah, and he's just it's like oh you know like hey I'm gonna talk to uh you know guy stuff and he like just has that gun and just threatens like peter parker like i will kill you kill your family you know yeah it's like what because that's my girl she's my everything yeah and i don't want you messing up what i do because it'll mess up what she her life and her stuff like that yeah it's a great scene it's because kevin michael keenan before then was kind of out of like the limelight for a while he probably wanted to do that himself because he was yeah. insanely successful in the 80s I mean, and the early 90s. Well, he made Multiplicity or yeah. Mr. Mom. He was Batman. He was Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, probably couldn't even go get a coffee without people yelling at him. He so he's like, what? give me give me five years and people will forget about yeah, me. There was this interview. Uh, this was like, I think a couple of years. I think it was when he was doing a the press tour for Birdman. And um, which was also I never seen the film, but I heard it was very good and like sad. I saw like I want to say like twenty minutes of it, and it was good. Yeah, 
but then I had to leave. Um, no, that's a good, good story. <laughs> Great story. Um, but he told this story where he was at in the mall, like at one of those like you fix you break I fix type place. Yeah. To fix his screen on his door or his phone, and he goes up there and there, his Batman's on there, and he's like, just leans over and like, I don't know, the person at the behind the counter was like kind of working. And he's like, oh look at that. He's like, yeah, it's Batman. And I like the movies. Like. I'm Batman. <laughs> and then he's like, what? He's like, huh? He's like, because Batman's on there. He's like, I don't get it. It's <laughs> like, uh, he's just like, then he's like, I need to go back in movies. You know? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, like as popular as he was, you know, if you're out for even like a year or two, people could, People forget who you are. Like it's yeah. it's crazy like that in Hollywood. Um, so from going from best villain that you can relate to, to uh, I'm gonna skip a little step here to the opposite to the best bad guy that you just love to hate. Okay. For me, was it the movie Gladiator? The uh, the Caesar, bad the bad guy, uh, Commodus. Commodus? Commodus. 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 God, I hate that guy. I hate Played him so by much. Joaquin Phoenix, oh. the Joker himself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he, he was just like the wrong shade of pale too in the movie. Yeah, he, he just was like off. he like he had even the way he like just carried himself. He had he even though his face didn't really change. Yeah. From like before this role or after this role to like this role but like you just look at him on screen I'm like dude i just want to punch him yeah like, right away yeah he he, he i don't was, know how he pulled he was so disgusting yeah he was a spoiled brat yeah who knows nothing about the people like his father and had a sister complex on top of it yeah that was a really weird i didn't scene. like i'm like I don't know if that was for historical accuracy. It could. Or, yeah, it, I don't even know if it was. Even, it's not even a true story, probably. Yeah. And I think they based it loosely off Spartacus, just in my head, for some reason. Yeah, it, I, it, I mean, it's possible. Uh, yeah. The, there's parallels you could draw. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he wanted he wanted this. He had the sister complex because he wanted to have keep the bloodline pure. That's so stupid, though. But that's so, the way that they. thought. But she already that. had a kid, so you wanted to be Uncle Dad. It's so weird. And and he killed his own father, so that yeah, he was the son so... of the current Caesar at the beginning of the film, Ugh. and he uh, killed his father because he didn't he tell him that uh, Russell Crowe's character was going to be Caesar. Like, hey, I chose him to be Caesar. Well, he t- he speaks to Maximus first, and is just like, hey, I'm naming you Caesar, and Maximus doesn't want to do it, so he's right. like, give me a little bit. Then he goes to tell Commodus he does the right thing, mm-hmm. and then Commodus kills him i don't like that's a weird i don't remember scene. what he did no because didn't maximus returned home to his wife and kids dead because what happened was commodus took over after yeah uh mac um marcus aurelius died and they were going to kill maximus and he escaped right and they remember he kills the dude on horseback yeah the frost makes the so blade stick be, this is where because i haven't seen the film in a while how did he get into slavery did he just travel and it's got he, lost so he just kept riding and he was hurt 
So then somebody just found him and sold him into slavery. Okay, that's why I figured, and that's yeah. why they and they called him the Spaniard. Yeah, you know? I was like, because okay. he had the they had the horse tattoos. Oh, right. That's why. So like on top of that, all that shitty stuff that he did, and the way he rigged the final fight, the final that fight, pissed me yeah, off yeah. so much. Instead of fighting with honor, yeah, to make him look like the all powerful Caesar, he stabs him, gives him a fatal wound. Yeah, and then kisses and him on the cheek. Yeah. And he's wearing all white armor, but it's like dirty white somehow. I don't. Oh God! Well, hot hat, he's supposed hats to be pure. off to the effects department. Just kidding. Hats off to that makeup department to make everything look so off. Even though he's trying to go for pure. Yeah, I mean that was also the effects too. They had yeah. the, the cinematography. They put a hue to the film yeah, to give yeah. that kind of old gritty look. Yeah, but yeah, it was. Oh God. God, I, just, I hate that guy. T- from start to finish, you hated that guy. That's true. That's true. But that like that's a testament to Joaquin's acting ability. True, and the fact that you don't want to punch him in every like, movie you see him. It was so unbelievable. <laughs> like in. I hate him so much that I hated Joaquin Phoenix as an actor, as a real person for like, like the next two fucking, movies. Yeah, yeah this, like, fucking this fucking clown. Guy. <laughs> this fucking clown. I hate this guy. God, <laughs> how dare you be so good at your job? You make me believe yeah. you are who you're pretending to be. <laughs> I can't remember what was even the next film. Oh, it was Walk the Line. I think it was. He yeah. was really good. Yeah, he in was that really movie. good. Halfway in the film, like when actually it was the hate leading up to it was so pure. Where it was like Joaquin Phoenix to do Johnny Cash. Like, no, fuck him. <laughs> that dude's terrible. Communist, just piece of shit. <laughs> That's so true. But that movie's really good. He killed it. Yeah, and then I saw the <laughs> film. And I was like, all right. Oh, he's just good. a good actor. He's not just a prick. Yeah. <laughs> of course, I heard there's like rumors that he actually despises. Jimmy Fallon, really? Yeah, there's like uh, I don't know if it's just Jimmy Fallon or he just he just doesn't like talk shows. Like tonight, I could see him shows. not liking the typical talk shows. And like the the article that I read this rumor on was had was using all the reference photos from when he like did that indie film where he pretended like he quit acting to become a yes. rapper. Yes. I remember that. That was like so, that was a long time ago. It was a pretty long. It was right around after Walk the Line. Yeah, and um, like he just method acted the entire like in real life to like just really sell the point. And then the yeah. movie came like, oh, this was for a movie. <laughs> I hate you again, <laughs> stupid communist, stupid communist. <laughs> oh um, man, that's hilarious. So that's yeah. So that's he's one of my. Guy I love to hate. Yes. Um, speaking of guys you love to hate, my next villain I think is underrated. And I don't believe it's the villain's fault. I think he gets overlooked because he was in a spoof comedy, Galaxy Quest. Their oh, main bad okay. guy, Saris, not only was he creepy because like his skin was always wet. I always thought He had that... like the insect hair. Yeah. I don't know what he is. And he was always mad. I thought he was a one of the best bad guys I've ever... That monster suit or... Yeah, whatever. Setup that they, yeah, I liked it when I saw that in theaters. Yeah, I was like, that's pr- pretty cool looking. Yeah, when he got mad, he had like the fins that came yeah, out, like, which made no sense. I was like, what animal are you? He's an alien. Genius. I know. Well, I get it. I get it, Dan. God, the good, the good people were octopus in disguise. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it didn't phase Tony Shalhoub's character at all. 
That was a hell of a thing. <laughs> oh, God. Sam Rockwell in that film. Dude. Fantastic. Because I died in episode 31. What's my last name? Guy, you have a last name. <laughs> Do I? He's Do I? He's underrated, too. But, like, he wasn't just, like, your typical bad guy that they throw into comedies just like this show like hey this is the guy that's opposite the heroes yeah because like the first time tim allen meets him he thinks he's doing like a bit so he just shoots him with a bunch of lasers and the next time he sees him he's like the saris is like that was that was good i appreciate that and like he executed his first make because he didn't get the shields up in time yeah. and then he shoots the missiles back at him to see how he'll react and when he ooh, when he finally gets onto the ship for like the final confrontation and he's torturing the the one Thermian guy to see what the Omega 13 is. And then Tim Allen admits they're all actors and then yeah. it like dawns on him. Like he gets the concept yeah. of theater, which yeah. is funny because they did it. And he's just yeah. like, you've done more than I ever could have. <laughs> yeah. Like I saw, and then I he s- makes them tell them like, tell them how you would a child. Yeah. And like that's, it's a brutal scene in a comedy, which also makes it like even more sinister that he's just destroying this culture genociding he killed billions of them and like it's easy to him because they're literally just children yeah they're smart but they don't know what to do with how to fight or anything like that so they and they just replicated a ship from a from whatever that timeline star trek is it's he and when he then he's just like hey thanks for doing that i've got the omega 13 he's gonna take the omega 13 and he opens up all the airlocks so everybody will basically drown in space yeah that was a pretty intense scene just like them looking and then it was just like look funny in the one where they're just kind of just like kind of smirking the entire time though because that's just camouflage yeah and you know dwight's in that movie as one of the creepy aliens yeah yeah yeah. and so is ted from scrubs really yeah he's one of the aliens too it's like the like the core they kind of just follow yeah they just go around tech sergeant chen (laughs) Wait, who's Ted in Scrubs? The 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 crappy lawyer with the the hair, oh. and he, he's he's in the band, and they only play yeah, 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 air yeah. guitar and stuff. He's in that movie. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yes. Okay, now yeah. I, I picture in his face. Yeah. And there's like a whole bunch of redemption arcs in Galaxy Quest. Well, before we talk about that, not and so Sarah's after they fight off his people when he comes back disguised as Tony Schloop's character and kills them all. They have to beat him by going back in time, and then he still sneaks onto the ship, and they got to shoot him at the convention. Yeah, I think he's a great bad guy. They should have done a like a Galaxy Quest Two Wrath of Ceres, and I would have I would have been lined up to see that movie. The uh, that film, like I saw that part. I think I mentioned this in last ep- last week's episode. It was part of the double feature that I watched. Yeah. God, that film was just. That film in it's, general was underrated. It's very it smart. So, it's yeah. very smart. I read an article about how Patrick Stewart didn't want to watch it because he thought it would just be like the Austin Powers version of Gal- of Star Trek, like a spoof like that. Oh, okay. And then somebody's like, listen, you have to watch it. It's really, really good. He watched it, and he says it's one of his favorite films. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he liked it because of like the fandom and everything like that that followed it. I think he really liked that. Like the one of the opening scenes where they're at like a mom and pop tech store. <laughs> yeah. By Grabthal's hammer. What a savings. <laughs> oh, God, that's such a... 
he made Alan Rickman's <laughs> character. Alan Rickman? Yeah. Yeah, it was Alan yeah. Rickman. And he never he never took off the fish fins ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Sigourney Weaver's character was hilarious because there was always a character like that on a Star Trek show. Mm-hmm. God, it was so uh good. so I got one more that Hit me. What, uh so <clears throat> this is best mastermind in my opinion. Okay. Uh as far as so would this villains. be like smartest, or do you just mean like most just complicated? Just that he's untouchable, and okay. like he's always one step ahead one of step the heroes. Everybody, heroes, the heroes. Uh, it is from the movie Usual Suspects. Ooh, Kaiser Soze. Ooh, I like Kaiser Soze. Kaiser Soze, uh, played by a real life creep, uh, oh. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, I mean, he was a good actor. He was a good actor. Piece of shit human being, but yeah, I mean, good actor. It got charges got dropped because it was beyond the statute of limitations. I'm like, but you're not denying that he did it. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, in the movie, he is. They build up this legend of him. Kaiser Soze is the devil incarnate. Like he is in the criminal on the world. Everyone, it's like the boogeyman, the Baba Yaga. He runs everything, but nobody knows who he is. Yes. He killed his family because, like, because that it was... was better. He'd rather have them dead than live a life after this moment. Yeah. When like his enemies, enemies, uh, got the best of him. Got the yeah. He just happened to be out of the, the room. Yeah. You know. Oh man, that was brutal. Um, and they never show him in the movie like you see his hand in his shadow that's it so you have no hints yeah that well who it could be in the beginning of the film mm-hmm. it is kevin spacey that tells him that says the line and you don't catch it the first time you see it never but it, like afterwards you're like oh that's definitely kevin spacey's voice and i'm like oh that if i but before i saw usual suspects i didn't know who kevin spacey was right or it's kind of an old voice. movie it was like yeah, mid nineties, early mid yeah. to early nineties. Um, I want to say ninety four, maybe. Um, That's a long time. That's almost like thirty years. <laughs> uh, but it starts off the film like he's in uh, the crime scene. Ninety five, yeah, it was in ninety five. Wow. Um, so wow. he, this is what makes him such a genius. He is to. Get back to back to people that on who stole from him, who didn't even know that they stole from him. Right. He um, he establishes this long con, like he's an alias of this small time crook, to the point where everyone in New York knows who he is. You know. Yeah. And other like cops just know who he is. Like that's like oh that's the gimp. You know. Oh yeah, because he's faking the limp, like the he's the limp to be like, wrist, yeah, like... paralysis on his left side of his yeah. of his body, yeah. and just so he he basically establishes that so he can keep an eye on the cops and the criminal underground, and see who is like gonna be like stepping on his toes or something like that. Yeah, and then after he establishes that, he then gets uh finds a way to be in the same room as these three other or no four other criminals that didn't know that they stole from kaiser soze and um just started this manipulating them with from within this group yeah and he's telling this like whole movie he's telling this to obviously to the the cop the fbi agent who doesn't even know it this is th- is going to be about kaiser soze yeah and um 
he gets these criminals to then steal from his competitors and uh kill like go on this like kill all the like the the bodyguards from this guy the only, one of the only guys that knew who he really was cuz mm-hmm. that was the one thing he like they said in uh in the movie the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist yes and that's how he is he only like one person really knows what he looks like that is alive and that's just like white like his i don't know if it's his right hand man or his driver or something yeah. i don't even know and there is a guy this whole movie is basically a setup so they can find this guy who is running from the law and is about who got caught by the law twice and it was the only person that can incriminate him in the court of law yeah so he kills him with his own hands makes sure of it and then in the process kills the other dudes just out of spite because they accidentally stole stole from him yeah man that was ugh. And then he, like, the other thing was, like, the the confidence that he had in, in himself. That he, like, walked in the room and made a convincing story for the FBI agent from just items in the room. Yeah. To make him believe that, just to see if, like, the FBI agent was getting close to him, his real identity. And he was giving him all the clues. He was so yeah. arrogant in this thing. It's like, dude, I will tell you that it's me in every way possible, and you still won't figure it out till it's too late. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's but probably one of my favorite lines in that film is he's telling his story, and for some reason the the um the gimp guy the, who Kevin Spacey's character while he's talking to the cop, and the cop goes, "You telling me you had him dead to rights with his back turned and you didn't shoot him." And then Kevin Spacey's character goes, how do you shoot the devil in the back? What if you miss? And I was like, oh, I never thought of it that way. <laughs> well, there was like a scene, because I recently saw the film again, because I was like, I haven't seen that film in a while. Yeah. I'm going to watch it again. There was a scene where like they were, where the uh, the, the crime, the crew, the crew yeah. was uh, thinking they were stealing these diamonds but it was a suitcase from this guy and the guy was he was uh the ex-cop was pointing the gun at him and he was just staring he wasn't he was blankly staring and he wasn't staring at him he was actually staring at kevin spacey you just don't see it on camera yeah and kevin spacey shoots him because he actually knew that it was kaiser soze yeah and, and that's then, why kevin spacey shot him because yeah. he's like nope you're not talking this yeah. is revet- this is payback yeah, and then when he, like, that scene where he walks and then his limp slowly goes away. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. So good. I have a smartest bad guy, too. Yeah. Um, Spoiler alerts if you haven't watched or read the Watchmen graphic novel, which came out in 1986, but it's uh, Ozymandias from the Watchmen. So, basically what the Watchmen is about is a bunch of these... They, vigilantes they call themselves superheroes but they're mostly all batman they don't really none of them have real superpowers okay except dr manhattan who got his superpowers from being exposed to nuclear stuff and he's the only right. guy that's oh, really yeah. a superhero part of the yeah i'm gonna be honest i never i tried watching the film multiple times i, just, I hear it was like boring the graphic novel is I fantastic say, i agree 100 percent. it was very boring it and was long. yeah 
but the the graphic novel is beautiful. You you should read it if you haven't read it. But so Ozymandias he sees that public opinion of superheroes is going sour. So he retires and reveals himself to be he reveals his secret identity. In so doing, he becomes very very wealthy because he markets himself as like a humanitarian like you sell the lunch boxes you get this he also has like a workout hour that he does on on (laughs) tv so he's very very rich and he's very very everybody loves him basically is what it comes down to yeah yeah so then the watchman one of um another one of their members his name is the comedian gets killed and for some reason it leads them to ozymandias but none of them believe that he's actually the one who killed the comedian because at the comedian's funeral he gets attacked by an assassin who bites into a cyanide pill and dies so he can't get any information out of him oh eventually they uncover through a bunch of shell companies that ozymandias has that he was the one that killed that guy he paid the assassin to try and kill him and then killed the assassin himself so they confront him at his arctic lair because every good villain has an arctic lair especially when they're super wealthy they go we know what your plan is and we're not letting you get away with it he looks at him and goes i launched it 35 minutes ago it's going to happen and there is a beautiful panel in the graphic novel where every single hero, the, just the dumbfounded look on their faces that they tried so hard to figure this out and they have no chance of stopping it. Hmm. And what the plan was is because this was set kind of during the height of the Cold War. Yeah. He was sending an alien-like creature to land in the middle of New York and kill a million people so that Russia and the United States would have to band together to defeat an alien menace. So he was basically... For the greater good, he became the greatest evil. Yes. Okay. So, like, you can kind of see how that's going with similar to what the Vulture was doing or yeah. Thanos. It's like, hey, we can't survive if we do this, so I'm going to kill half people. It's it's all random. There's right. no menace behind what I'm doing. No, it's what I, I think to needs to be done. Yeah. Again. And he he gets away with it, and none of the other heroes want to rat on him because nobody will believe him. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So he's like kind of got everybody under his thumb, and nobody, they can't come out and be like, hey, he was behind the alien attack in New York. Nobody's going to believe that. Yeah. And they'll be like, what are, you, what are you guys smoking? There's no way that this great humanitarian wanted to kill a million people in New York. Right. And especially because we'd have to be proved to a bunch of different shell companies, and since he's a billionaire, he knows how to shut all those down and everything like that. So he was like Kaiser Sose with the, the part, bit and parcel. Mm-hmm. And just confusing everybody all the way up until the end. Uh, I mean, that's, that's, it's just the the plan. That's, all, that's actually it's really cool, but <laughs> yeah, too bad the movie was terrible. But the graphic novel was great because it leads you along the same path as the heroes, where you you're like this guy. There's no way it's this guy, and then it turns out it's it's Ozymandias. And yeah, you're like, yeah. oh my god, how did I not see that coming? <laughs> <laughs> I completely, dude. It was so good, so good. But these are our favorite. Yeah, super villains, I mean, I had villains. Some honorable mentions. There's some other ones that are like are, uh, another one where like villains that so you hate them so much, uh, you just want them. We're so happy that everything that happened to them happened to them. Mm-hmm. Like the escaped convicts for uh, Last House on the Left. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, did I want to murder them so bad? Because <laughs> yeah. it was you. They forced you to make. First of all, the director I wanted to punch in the face because they made me f- like watch a uh, try to force me to watch basically a rape scene. Oh yeah, Dude, it was ooh. the most at that time that was the most graphic rape scene I've ever seen. 
not saying that I watch a lot of it. That sounds bad. Um, I know what you mean. It's yeah. it's a brutal thing to put into a movie. It should be just one of those like fade to black things. I don't need. Yeah, you, like, you know, we get what's going. Six on. minutes like, of you painting me a picture of what's happening mm-hmm. to this poor and woman. And I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, well, if you wanted me to hate these people, yeah, bingo, I got them. there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Loki is a great villain. Yes, but he's also. But he's just so like everybody picks that guy, you know. What he's I mean? never really a villain. He's just out for himself. Yeah, whatever benefits him the most. Exactly. And in the Marvel universe, he actually becomes sees the kind of the error of his ways for the most yeah. part. And like Venom is one of my favorite bad guys from Spider Man, even though he's been God. not portrayed that well in movies. You know who is the worst Venom? Ever, even though there's only been two adaptations of Venom. Topher Grace. Yes. Dude, him as what's supposed to be this guy who was an all-star athlete, it it doesn't make any sense. That Spider-Man 3, I didn't like at all with the Sandman. No. They're, they're, it was so bad. That movie was a... There's this fine line when you do superhero movies, and you can't just be throwing a bunch of villains out there, or characters out there, and... Without any kind of multi like development, with any like it worked yeah. with Marvel because they had twenty years of like build up with introducing yeah. all these characters, yeah, and mentioning them briefly like in the special credits of stuff and everything yeah. like that. You're like, oh, who are, who's that gray blur and red blur at the end of the first Avengers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they show up and they're like, oh, that's who that was, right? I mean, like they just threw like, all right, here's the Hobgoblin and Sandman and Venom and Venom, was maybe something so else. So bad, yeah. That it was when so they bad. that casting was, I'm like, I like Topher Grace I as like, Foreman. Yeah, I didn't like him in Predators either, where he was like the doctor who was yeah. the mass murderer. I was like, ugh, it was terrible. I liked him in that one film, Win a Date with Ted Hamilton. I actually never seen that film. It's pretty funny, is it? Yeah, it's pretty funny. No, it was but the, he's basically just Eric Foreman. This one where he's basically Eric Foreman. Uh, it's with Dennis Quaid. I forget what it was called. He basically plays. <laughs> Great, great. Uh, He's in this good movie. Yeah. I don't remember I don't its know name. what it is, but it's good. Trust me. Uh, he basically plays a character that he's the hotshot kid out of college, mm-hmm. and it's his first job, and he gets the position that Dennis Quaid's character was should have. Oh, Scarlett Johansson is in it, and then doesn't he end up dating Scarlett Johansson? The Dennis's. Daughter, daughter or whatever. Johansson, it's, yeah. it's something. It was one of those win a date with the president's daughter oh, type things. Okay. It was. <laughs> but, like. But that's a good movie. That was a good movie. Because <laughs> Dennis Quaid is in it, you know. Um, Who's your worst supervillain? Like, just, like, portrayal or anything like that? Well, we both have a villain that we agree that is probably the worst supervillain. And the guy's a good actor. He is. Um, It's. Um, Lex Luthor, Lex dude. Luthor no, Jesse in Eisenberg. Batman v Superman in a already terrible film. It could have been so good. Yeah, uh, I had this argument about the film talking to other people when it first came out. It is three separate films Should've that been. just happened to Should've be been. actually it's four. Yeah, you have, and it was this, long too. It was a long bad movie. Yeah, like if you're gonna make a bad movie, they make just, it an hour and a half. They just happened to have be in the same space. Yeah, you had the Superman film. You had a Lex Luthor film, you had a Batman film, and you had a Wonder Woman film. And you had the Death of Superman film. What? That's the Superman film. But like yeah. that should have been its own That's what it should have been. Yeah. That's what it, it's, it's just 
It's so dumb. It was so I bad. I mean, he played Lex Luthor in that film, in Batman v Superman. You never understood why he was doing what he was doing. And he just acted kind of like over-the-top eccentric, like Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory <laughs> yeah. eccentric, yeah, but I, I as an yeah. evil super genius. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, yeah, and he hated Superman for no reason. They didn't give any backstory why he hated him, other than he's alien. Yeah, it was just... All and if he's xenophobic. Alien, that means if he's from the outside of Earth, then there's other people outside of Earth. So he was just kind of just afraid of what could be coming here. And so why kill the only defender? I didn't I didn't understand it at all. Especially since he had the other guy's body that he could have used to study. Yeah. Instead of just turning it into the demon thing that he did. Oh, you're talking about uh Doomsday. Doomsday, yeah. Was that Doomsday the Turtle Doomsday? Yeah. It was, it was like for Donatello Donald Donatello. Donatello. He looked like the bad. Do you remember that really bad um, Hulk movie with? I think it was Edward Norton, where the yeah, one the guy abomination. becomes. Yeah, it looked yeah. like the same thing. Like, yeah. like just use this to make it scaly. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're running out of we're running out of budget. We paid Ben Affleck too much money to be Batman. He's gonna be making a lot of movies for us, and then literally cuts out after that. Yeah, I. He could have been good too. Like, everybody who acted in the movie, besides Jesse Eisenberg, did very well. The story was crap. Yeah. But they were, like, this is know. one of those I, rare I think, things where the sum of its parts was better than its whole. I think Ben Affleck's Batman portrayal was, it was good. He also hated Superman for a dumb reason. Because <laughs> he has, they're both named Martha. Which, yep. how do we not make that connection once before, by so, the way? Why would you say that name? Why would you Why say that name? Where's that spear that can kill me? Oh, so, oh God. So bad. Um, and, like, Jesse Eisenberg's, like, his funny, nervous talk that he does works really well when he's playing, like, the guy in the social network. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't work well for the head of a billionaire tech company. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I just think he wasn't... He shouldn't. Maybe he shouldn't have been cast as... Lex Luthor. I think that's a bad casting. Another bad villain in the movies is Anakin Scarlet. Yeah. But that's mainly the actor himself. That's very true. He's not very he good. Could, it didn't help that they had the worst lines that he had to deliver. Yeah. But, but he like didn't know saying. how to deliver the war- lines whatsoever. No. It's it's like <laughs> my favorite line. I w- in movie theater with my sister and we're watching the episode Two. God, I hated that one. Um, Ugh, so where, predictable. Like, him and uh, Padme go into that remote, I- the vacation planet, basically. Yeah. And he's like, I love you so much, it hurts me. It hurts. I'm in pain. And we looked at each other like, the fuck did he just say? Yeah, and like, it, he delivered it, it, delivered it, 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 delivered it very woodenly. I didn't. It, yeah. Yeah. Duh. Um... Because that it's a it should have been a great story of like an arc of somebody falling to, into evil because mm-hmm. like the kid obviously needed help his parents were killed he was he he only knew his mom and then you guys you got you you basically the Jedi just went suck it up eight year old we just kidnapped <laughs> yeah I mean it wasn't so bad it wasn't uh, uh, and they threw him into a war he's eight and he's Flying a fighter pilot to but defend the, the city of Naboo. Yeah, I know, but you st- he's eight. But he didn't. 
Well, they didn't tell him to go find the one. I know. He just did it himself. I know, but still. I mean. I mean, that kid was a better actor than this. He got so much hate, that actor, that, like, he couldn't go to. He had to do e-learning before e-learning was a thing. Like, he would go back to school and people would throw rocks yeah. at him. <laughs> well, I'm like, like what the? Terrible. F-? Like, come on, really? Um, <sighs> pod racing was badass, though. Love that was pod racing. Even though it was a du- in the grand scheme of the movie, is like the dumbest thing ever. Oh, absolutely. But out of context, it's a cool thing. Like, and no I idea. had the game. I had the pod racing game. It was so much fun. <laughs> Remember that game in like in the arcades when yeah. it was the pocket? There's Dude. like an arcade uh, in Brookfield. Yeah, it is in Brookfield. The Galloping Ghost. Yeah, there. yeah. It's um, super cool. Way tighter than you think. Well, because it's so packed with like yeah, and you the, literally can't go down the hallway and then the opposite direction another person. One of you has to decide who's well, going down. That happened a couple times, and it was just like I kind of looked at the guy. And I like I looked right and left and shrugged at him, and he's like he looked at me, and we're like we just kind of backed up and went down different aisles. But that place is fun, and you forget how hard old video games were. Yeah, like they weren't designed for you to win. No, and it was. There's no third dimension for you to evade or anything like yeah. for a lot of those. It's just side-scroller, so you only can go up, down, yeah, left I, or right. Yeah, I know. was playing Virtua Fighter, and I couldn't make it past the second person. There was just one game that's over there. So they have a couple games that are like Japanese, yeah. like it's from Japan or yeah. some Korea or whatever. And the instructions, there's no like instructions in English, and I'm like... <laughs> So it was a shooting game where like you had to put like goggles for like an like an AR type of feel. Oh yeah! And like you had a handgun, like a basically like a like a P ninety like yeah. gun looking gun, and that's how you maneuver and everything. And it was inverted, but they didn't tell you. And I'm like, fuck! How does like? And they're like, get your wand, just kick it out. Like, <laughs> what the fuck's going? I'm dead. Yeah, that's exactly how the Tron game was. Because it was just like, oh, too fast, too fast, crash, dead. Yeah. I never, ooh, the original Tron game was ridiculous. Uh, one last villain that's just dumb. It was a stupid villain. Hmm. The uh, Iron Man 3, the Mandarin. That was, yeah. Oh, that was such course, a. Depending on who you thought was actually the Mandarin. Yeah, he was. If a... It was just the fictional character. Uh, like, the Mandarin was. Iron Man's arch rival for most of the time, yeah, in the comics, and then you just made it like just say, oh, he's a, he's an actor, and but maybe the guy who's behind him doing the extremists or extremists, the microbots yeah. or whatever, uh, maybe he's the actually mer- the the Mandarin. I'm like, but they made like they you started to start started the Seven Ring crime organization right in the first Iron Man, yeah, like you could have established it more and like be like i thought that guy who like got scarred mm-hmm. and had the he was like where he initially caught him yeah i thought he was going to be because that dude's a good actor himself yeah i thought he was going to be the mandarin like that was like oh great it's the start of the mandarin you know like yeah get let's get those seven rings and then i'm gonna fing fang foo whatever that space dragon is you yeah know? and it, yeah it could have been it was just so much worse than it was and even like the final fight where they're just like fighting on the the shipyard was kind of weird. Yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like. I mean, I knew it. I know it still made I mean, a billion the, dollars, but it yeah. wasn't a good movie. I liked Iron Man three for the fact that it 
kind of it, it like it answered like some questions like they gave him some things like oh avengers happened mm-hmm. and it's after avengers and tony's actually really messed up from it still yeah and like he's got you know ptsd from it yeah and that those parts were great but like yeah the villain was just like it just happened to be there it was more like tony stark's going to character is going to develop in this film yeah but you can still have a good villain yeah. and a character Speaking of development. Iron so. Man 2. Other than Iron Man 1, like, the actually all three Iron Man films, his villains in his solo films were really that good. No, they weren't. and they But they could have been. Jeff Bridges' character was like, it's like whatever. I mean, like, it was in a, it's the, he the was origin a good, story. Yeah, it was a good villain for an origin movie. Yeah, it's an origin story movie and those villains are never really the, the best it's just hey i'm the reason why you get to this point yeah exactly um then the second one with whiplash that was terrible yeah it could have been good though it could have been it could have been good i wanted sam rockwell to be the villain yeah i mean something. sam rockwell was supposed to be iron man that was who they wanted first i think really yeah john favreau was the one that really um it's like no i want rdj okay jr is iron man and at that time i'm not mad at him for it no because at that time hollywood didn't trust Robert Downey jr he was still a recovering alcoholic drug addict whatever Mm. yeah and no one really wanted to i think the last film he really did i think it was kiss kiss bang bang that's a good movie that is a good (laughs) film Um, but I don't remember really anything that he did like during that. Like no one really trusts him, and then like John was like, "Dude, you want him?" Like the Tony Stark is Robert Downey Jr. and yeah. Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah. I and I I don't know. I could I can't argue with a perfect casting like that when it comes to casting Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark or like Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Nailed it. I, like, who do you think could do it better? At the time, the first two films, I think I would could have been Thor. Right, but it was I when heard, he did yeah. Third Ragnarok, when he started blossoming, and everyone started realizing his comedic timing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this like Thor Ragnarok on, he was amazing at Thor. It was when Dark whatever, yeah, the uh, Dark Realm, Dark, dark world, world, and the first one. I mean, like, he got huge, and he looked the part, but he was like, eh. But that was part of the writing as well. Yeah, that's what I heard the writing was poor, and he was like, hey, I need you to write it like this, because it's closer to the comics or whatever. Yeah. And so that's when Ragnarok became so huge, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorite Marvel films. It's fantastic. Well, they took a chance with um, to, Tiki Watiti. That dude's great. And, yeah, like, he was the one who was like, I want to do it this way. And then they Marvel had the smarts to be like, we'll let you do your, your thing. Because I'm sure Chris Hemsworth was like, I want to be different. Yeah. Like, make my character. Because the, in the Avenger films, you got him to do a little bit more comedic as it, each film went. Like, yeah. Especially in Age of Ultron. Yeah. Even though that was a pretty terrible film. Yeah. Yeah. The it was. Guy. I mean, out the of bad the, guy all, was very underwhelming. Yeah, 
to be honest. But for, the, especially it was just for like, Ultron for it's such a big bad in the comic. Yeah, I, I thought that they that I thought he was going to be the the main bad guy was going to be Ultron. That would have been cool. He that I mean, technically Ultron can ne- in the comics you can't Ultron never dies, right? Because even if you kill him, he always has a backup, right? That loads up. Yeah, which is what I thought they were kind of doing where um, Vision ran into the last bot in the woods or whatever. Yeah. I thought, like, he didn't kill him, and then he was going to come back. Right. I That that would have been really, really cool for him being the, the main bad guy, because I kind of liked how whenever he was kind of, like, by himself, he was singing the Pinocchio song, mm-hmm. so he kind of had, mm-hmm. like, a chip on his shoulder, which yeah, made yeah. him human. Not that Thanos is a bad, bad guy, but he just kind of was just, like, came out of nowhere, by the way, I want to kill half the universe. Right. Well, he was born from the stone. I know, but he was he was actually innocent until he's they started trying to give it information, integrating it with Jarvis. Yeah. So and then he started seeing like all his history through the internet. With most people to decide that Earth is doomed, they go on the internet <laughs> and look at through the. It history. happened in the Fifth Element. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh shit maybe we're the problem yeah because <laughs> that's the same thing with terminator and skynet they went on the internet to launch the ai and they're like humans are the disease kill all humans mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the earth will recover the humans are the ones that are destroying it same thing with the delightful film virus you ever huh? seen that movie no i love this film just because of the practical effects of it all how old was it uh, early two thousands, maybe late nineties. Okay, it's with uh, Jamie Lynn Curtis. Okay, so the whole f- film is basically um, scrappers in the they're like in the ocean. They're ocean scrappers. Okay, they go and they find this, this SOS signal, and it's this like Russian tanker, and it's like this is our payday, and it's abandoned. Mm. So like, if we tug this in, pull this in, this is like. We're done for like we're set for the rest of our lives. Holy shit! Okay. And they get on the ship, and what happened? It was like a science ship vessel, and it found this alien signal that ends up taking over control of the mechanics and starts building mechanics. And they use it needs parts to make it more of uh efficient efficient. So they start taking the parts from the crew. And it's like this weird, mechanical, fleshy, like, horror. It's like It, Mm -hmm. but, like, with mechanic. Like a a computer virus. Hence the movie is called Virus. It's like It, or is it like The Thing? Uh, The the Thing. I mean The Thing. I mean The Thing. Thank you. That was another good... I don't know if that's a villain. I think it's more of a movie monster. But that thing is great. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a good segue. That is a good segue. Because next week, segue it. We are going to be talking about our best, what we think is the best uh, uh, movie monsters in or TV or whatever in like pop culture. And we're not gonna we're not talking about Godzilla or the Xenomorph from Aliens. Yeah, those are the obvious ones. We're gonna try to go a little bit deeper cuts with this, like maybe movies you haven't seen, and we're like, hey, you should probably watch this because it's creepy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually have a couple I'm going to talk about where the movies are creepy until they reveal the monster, and then well, it gets less okay. creepy. Well, there's a lot of those. <laughs> it's like 
oh, now you know our budget. You know? Oh, you're scared of this thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So that'll be next week. So keep an uh, ear out for that. Correct. Um, so I think we're going to wrap it up here. Yes. Oh, uh, so this has been Nerf Fury. Uh, I've been Dan Granato. I've been Jim Lovecheck. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, week. guys. <laughs>